When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Hi, everybody. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast. I'm Lindsay Smith. That's Gerald Borgay, and that's Espo. Gerald, where you been? Where you been, buddy? What you been up to? Just taking a few days off, doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, seems like it. Except for moving and unpacking. So nothing. And packing. It's always great when you choose, you know, end of May, beginning of June to move in Phoenix. It's great. Like, you know, there wasn't eight other months that were nicer than this that you could have moved in. Nope. Nope. Life waits for no one. You know that, Espo. Perfect timing. I moved... 11 times in seven years. What's wrong with you? <clears throat> a lot 11 of times in seven then, years. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot. And it was always in June or July. Oh, and man. it was off. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever moved at a time that wasn't like May, June, or July. Yeah. yeah I lost a lot of friends because I had asked them to help yeah, me. Yeah, I would probably and be like, yeah, I'm out. I'm going to head out. This beer and pizza is not worth it no. anymore. Oh, I didn't even give them that. <laughs> wow. Oh, damn. I was like, you have the pleasure of being my friend. Now move my shit. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's awful. Did you at least pay somebody to move the heavy stuff, Gerald? Oh yeah, so we had we had uh, movers movers for Sorry. the heavier stuff, but I thought you were gonna say yeah, we paid my parents, <laughs> <laughs> my, my almost sixty year old parents. Oh, Let's bless go. their hearts. <laughs> Honestly, that's the one thing. Like once you get to the point of being able to pay somebody to move you, you either one will never move your own self again, or two you won't ever move again. Yeah, because you're just like. It's expensive, but it's worth it. Oh, yeah. And I'm not doing it on my own anymore now that I know what it's like to live a life of luxury by being able to have somebody else move me. Yeah. I'm just not doing it. I'm going to stay here forever. No, never yeah, again. But, but then if you're not careful and you pay the shady mover, half your shit's broken. So. I mean, well, you definitely got to be careful who you pick to move your most valuable possessions. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, you want to talk a little bit of Suns basketball? Nah, yeah. can we just keep talking moving? Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> we can fill a whole hour with that. I think so. All right. Mm-hmm. What was the hardest thing for you to move when you moved a whole well, bunch of times? Uh, I was on the third floor once oh, and hail. had to move one of those couches that had the uh, the uh, the metal frame that had the recliners in it. Yeah, I wanted to throw the thing off the off the. Uh, landing so what yeah. was that uh the last time i moved i was also on the third floor yeah not but fun. that's why i wised up and i paid somebody because i was like mm, i loved all this shit up the stairs oh yeah and that's hard enough but i feel like down the stairs is asking just to get hurt oh get- for sure so all right well it sounds like we have a special guest joining us we do Ooh. we do our friend uh 
is here, Noah Eagle. He's the radio voice of the LA Clippers. Noah, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? Guys, I'm doing great. I'm doing better now. I feel feel a positive energy radiating from the three of you. Very <laughs> bright and colorful set. I mean, I couldn't really ask for much more. So now I feel like I'm I'm up here. I was here. You know? that's, Perfect. That's not the energy. That's just the Phoenix heat you're feeling through the screen. So. Can you give me some more tan? Because it's been nice and cloudy in LA. That'd be great. Uh, listen, we're so jealous of you. I would swap you weather in a heartbeat if I could. I promise you that. Careful what you wish for. Yeah. Well, Noah, uh, thanks for coming on. I'm just going to hop into it, man. Uh, what have you been hearing? Uh, a lot of changes there with the Clippers, but what have you been hearing on the Ty Lu front? Have you heard anything in terms of uh, the head coach? I know he had met with the team, but what are you hearing? Yeah, no, I mean, not a whole lot. Look, Teron Lu is certainly under contract for a couple more years with the Clippers, and he's, he's had three highly successful years considering the circumstances that he's had to deal with in many ways. Year one takes him to the conference finals for the first time in franchise history without Kawhi Leonard as he tore his ACL in game four of the second round. Year two, Kawhi plays literally zero games. Paul George plays 31. They still finish with a winning record and continue their their plus 500 streak. And then this year, Kawhi misses a handful, almost half the season. Paul George misses about 35% of the season. And still the five seed take that game one. And who knows what happens with these two teams if Kawhi doesn't go down. So I do think there's a lot of belief that Teron Lou is the right guy here. I haven't heard any noise of anything opposite. And so we'll see how it all plays out. But for now, at least that's kind of what I've gathered. Yeah, he's he's got those two years left on his contract, obviously, that kind of aligns with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George's situation. Do you... I mean, you, you said that like you feel like he's the right man for the job. Do you feel like on his end, maybe he's looking ahead to that timeline and thinking, OK, are you guys going to commit to me long term or or what's your kind of read on that part of the situation? No, I, so I, I think you got to remember that Tehran was drafted by the Lakers and the man who drafted him was Jerry West, who, of course, is an analyst with the Clippers right now and has been for the last several years. Those two have as close a relationship as you'll find. You know, Teron believes Jerry and, and looks at Jerry as another father figure, so to speak, in his life, someone that he can bounce ideas off of and someone he can trust 150%. That goes back to the hiring process when they were looking at different head coaches a couple of years ago. Those two were talking constantly, making sure they were still on the same page. I think Lawrence Frank is very much a collaborative type of person and, and likes to make sure everyone's included. And so, so long as that core group feels like it's together, I think Teron Lou makes the most sense. He's someone who's a proven winner as a head coach, someone who, in my experience talking to him, is an absolute basketball genius mm -hmm. up and down. He eats, sleeps, breathes the game. He watches constant film. If he's not watching a film for his game, he's watching someone else's game. That's just how he, he is. That's just what he does. It's what he loves. And so... Uh, there's a there's a trust with him and, and the superstars you mentioned, Kawhi and Paul George. There's a trust with him and Steve Ballmer, the, the owner of the team. So it, it makes sense that he would stay. But again, this is the NBA and things happen constantly. And so you never know where the cookie ends up crumbling. But just from my perspective, I don't think he's looking at anywhere other than literally right directly in front of him. That's just how he is. He's never someone who's trying to plan too far ahead. 
Well, we don't really love to hear that one selfishly, I will say anyway. Um, but obviously, general manager Michael Winger accepted the job at Monumental Basketball. Does that change anything in your opinion as far as what might happen in the front office of the Clippers with the coaching staff and whatnot? No, not necessarily. Look, there's there's always going to be a musical chairs of sorts around the NBA every offseason. And right now, you guys are experiencing it with the head coaching position, and, and you're not the only one. It feels like there will be a lot of shifting amongst the coaching world. So Monty, depending on what he decides to do, will end up somewhere else, whether it be this year or in the future. And Mike Budenholzer could be the same deal. Nick Nurse could be the same deal. I mean, you go down a long, long list. Obviously, Ime Odoka already took the job in Houston. It feels like one of those off seasons where it's very coach-focused. It's going to be a, a heavy coaching carousel versus others where maybe there are more coaches that stay but players who are shifting around and then others where maybe it's front offices for the Clippers they're gonna have to figure out what they want to do and how they want to move forward without Michael again Lawrence Frank is the president of basketball operations he was the the guy who technically answers all the calls and the questions and is the final decision maker amongst that group but I mentioned the word collaboration because I feel like that's what I've experienced in my four years with the team is is a collaborative group. Michael was as big a part of it as anybody. He is a salary cap genius. He is a super intelligent guy. And I think that the Wizards and Monumental and all of them, they got a great, great pickup. And I'm happy for him. But from the Clippers perspective, you still have Lawrence Frank running things. You still have Jerry West as an analyst. You never know who becomes available. And I'm sure everybody around the league is monitoring what Bob Myers is going to decide to do. And you never know for a guy who went to UCLA if he wants to come back to L.A. and, and get back to his roots. But for now, I, I would say the, the Clippers should have immense trust in the, the group that they still have, a group that has brought them Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and a really great, deep surrounding cast around them. So we'll see how it all plays out. I love to get outsider perspectives when it comes to the Suns. <clears throat> Obviously, you get to watch them in that opening round series. What was your assessment of what you saw in particular from Devin Booker uh, and Kevin Durant and kind of the future that you think for this team? Well, I think Devin Booker, let me put it this way, and you guys know this because you're constantly around. I think he's been doing this for years. He's been doing this since before the team was good. And, you know, he's been putting together virtuoso, incredible, uber-efficient performances essentially since he walked into the NBA. He's just doing it now on a much bigger scale and a much bigger stage. And what he did in terms of, scoring output and efficiency over the course of the the however many games that he was essentially averaging almost 40 on basically 65 percent shooting or above that's insane that's a different level that he showed that he can reach so we know he's at superstar status right now he's in my opinion the best shooting guard in the nba and i think he proved that and really what else stood out about him especially in that first round series was his willingness to put in that maximum defensive effort. I thought that he really proved himself a little bit more on the defensive end. Look, Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant. And, you know, I know that maybe he didn't look quite the same, although he still averaged about 30 in the playoffs and it was still shooting the ball pretty well. I think it's just going to take a little time for those two to really get to know exactly where they like it and in which spots. And certainly KD's gravity helped open things up for Book. But that's a, a duo that nobody's going to want to have to face. That's a duo that nobody is ever going to want to feel like they can get through or, or have to get through because they're as lethal as anyone. I mean, just the two games they took in that series with Denver, those two guys just took over, plain and simple. And they can do that 
every single night, especially when they're locked in and especially when they have now a full offseason in training camp to prepare with one another. So dangerous, dangerous duo. Now it's about finding the, the correct surrounding pieces for them. No, I wanted to ask you about a guy who was in the spotlight in that series and played really well for the Clippers, um, Russell Westbrook, who you know started the year as kind of a punching bag for the Lakers and then by the end of the season was um, a great performer for the Clippers in the playoffs. Do you get the sense that bringing him back is a priority or is that something they're kind of going to take take it as it goes as as free agency market kind of churns so i i think that just from being around a little bit and, and hearing just murmurs around the league both russ and the clippers would love to bring him back he'd love to be there i think he really enjoyed the organization and how they they open their doors and and really put their arms around him and at the same time let him be him i think teron lou deserves a ton of credit for how he handled Russ and especially on a team that has a lot of guys that have pride and you bring in a, a young, exciting piece in Bones Highland and he plays really well in the first couple games before the trade deadline. And then Russ comes in after the the uh, the all-star break and mm -hmm. takes the spot essentially. And, and there was a three-week stretch where Bones didn't play a minute. And then sure enough, he gets thrust back into it. And again, credit to the coaching staff for keeping him engaged because he played some great basketball, including in that series with the Sun. So I, I do think that Russ was happy that he got to be himself again and just got to play freely and not worry about X, Y, or Z. At the same time, he knows that he earned himself some extra money and he's got a shelf life, as does every player on their career. He knows he has to capitalize and the Clippers aren't going to look at him and say, hey, don't take extra dollars if you feel that's best for you and your family. They they want to take care of the player. They feel strongly about the relationships that they foster over years. And so would they love to have him back? Absolutely. But it's going to have to come at a price that's probably lower than maybe others can offer him. And he's going to have to be okay with that. Noah, uh, I got to ask this before we let you go. Does Steve Ballmer bring the same energy uh, <laughs> all the time? Or is that just a sideline thing? That is that is him, 150% authentic him. Now, I will say Matt Ishbia's ball skills were pretty impressive in that second round series. So I don't know what Steve's ball skills look like. What I do know is when I interviewed with him for the job at the end, he asked me, uh, do you have any questions? And, you know, I, I always come prepared, as most people do for a job interview. And so I said, well, what are you looking for out of your broadcaster? What do you want? And I swear to God, he didn't even – pause for a millisecond it was didn't even blink he looked me dead in the eye and he goes someone who's hardcore and I'm like, yeah i can do that i can be hardcore i think i got whatever hardcore i had to whatever juice i had to squeeze out of myself but uh that's him 100 oh gosh all, that is the best story very genuinely and, and i love that that is so funny goodness gracious well, thank you so much for joining us, Noah. We really appreciate your time. And I know the people in the chat were uh, very thankful of the compliments that you gave Devin Booker and Kevin Durant uh, from that Clipper Sun series a little while back. So thank you again. Go find some sun no and get that suntan. Yeah, yeah. no, I need it. I need it. I, know, I need that sunshine on me. I know Lotto has the right idea. Devin Booker. All right. Peace Thanks. out. Appreciate you guys. Thanks. All right. We'll catch up with you next time. He was super nice. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy him. His call for the Clippers is mm -hmm. fantastic. Uh, he's a young guy, too, and you don't get a lot of that 
yeah, in radio for teams. So mm-hmm. I, I think he actually fits that hardcore bomber. Uh, yeah, hardcore. Uh, <laughs> he's, the, he's on the other end of the spectrum from Al. He's one of the youngest in the league, yeah. and and Al was uh, one of the oldest. So. Yes, and of course you can follow him on Twitter at Noah Eagle Fifteen if you want to check out his feed over there. Uh, Jay in the chat said, "Haha, we need someone hardcore on the Suns team, <laughs> not just broadcast team, but also maybe team team." Yes, yeah. I'm <laughs> I, I think we need that on both ends. Uh, yeah, could definitely use that. All right. Well, sounds like there's no hope. Nope. I, no I think hope. this has always it's, been a pipe dream. It, it has been. We were pretty upfront and honest about that in the beginning. But I think you just kind of wanted to you wanted to let yourself believe that if that was the initial rumor that came out, maybe Matt Ishbia had something up his sleeve or had already had sort of behind the scenes preliminary conversations around it. But. You know, I just I never understood why a conference rival, a team that you just beat uh, in in the first round of the playoffs, was ever going to easily give up their coach that's viewed as one of the smartest around the league to let him come run your team with uh, with two superstars. It just it it never added up to me. Yeah, it it always seemed unlikely. And until it's definitively ruled out with a contract extension for Lou, I think you're still going to continue to look in that direction and hope that something happens. Um, But yeah, it was always unlikely, even with the reporting coming out of LA that the Clippers have always been the franchise that will let their people interview elsewhere, Mm -hmm. seek opportunities for advancement. Um, And you just don't know because maybe the Clippers are looking at that group of Paul George and Kawhi and being like this shelf life of two years. Like, I don't know if we see it happen. Are we ever going to have a postseason? where both of them just stay healthy the whole time. Um, or maybe so. maybe Ty Lue has his eyes on something bigger with the Clippers, and now yeah. without their GM there, maybe there's something else cooking. I, I don't know, but I just never got the feeling that it was realistic. But mm-hmm. if the Suns hold <clears throat> off for weeks and weeks and weeks, then maybe I go, well, what are they waiting for? What's coming up? Right. right. So that's it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's just not likely. Yeah. All right. Well, before we dive into – more likely situations for the Suns open head coaching position. If you guys have not signed up for bet MGM yet, make sure you sign up because it's a lot of fun and we've got some specials for you. So if you use that bonus code PHNX, when you sign up, there are a few different offers that you can get depending on where you live for our Arizona audience. You will get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with bet MGM. Again, just make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. And I also want to remind you guys that our first Fridays out at the BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium is just around the corner. So that evening, well, during the day, all of our shows will be live at the Sportsbook, so you can hang out with us then. But also in the evening, we're going to be having our Knockout Nights Cornhole Tournament, which is going to be super fun. So you just bring a couple friends, sign up for the tournament, play some cornhole games, and maybe win some prizes, some bragging rights, have a lot of fun. There's going to be food and beverage specials, giveaways, and, of course, BetMGM prizes, which are the best. Can we talk about this graphic for a second? Mm. Whoever's throwing these bags sucks royally. <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah. see how far away those are? Well, they, they just slid off the edge uh, a little sure. too far. That, that one they near hit, the word they, tournament, uh, apparently. Hit, that one, yeah, that yeah, one that was, was a little rough. That one's a little rough. Gerald, I think you that, and I are on a team. We are. Are we still on a team? Yes, we are. <laughs> we became teammates a while ago, and I forgot if we were yeah, still on a team Yeah, no, we're still on a team. On a team. I forgot what our team name was. Did we ever come up with one? I thought I was going to use the one from Beavis and Butthead, but I don't know if I ever put it in 
the team Corbin Holio. Yeah, uh, our That's ours, fine. Jacob and I, uh, we used the office baits quote. Watch cornhole, bud. There that's you go. A, that's the name <laughs> that's of our, our team. So. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun, so come join us if you can. You can check the show notes for full details, and now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Okay, now this one is one you got to pay very close attention to, okay? Okay. Today, mm-hmm. May 25th, from Which 4 day? to 7 p.m. Today. Today. Okay. Okay. May 25th. Okay. You can save 40 cents per gallon at Circle K. What? And yes, you can stack that on top of your gas discount card if you've got that as well. Hello. So, Do I have to give them my firstborn? No. You just have to go What there if I want to? No, and then get the gas. Sorry. It's a whole separate issue. <laughs> well, separate we can thing. talk later about that one. But yes, today from 4 to 7 p.m., if you guys need to fill up your tank, today is a great day to do that at Circle K because you can save 40 cents per gallon. Again, that's 4 to 7 p.m. Make sure you are not missing out on all the great stuff that Circle K has to offer. Go get your gas again from 4 to 7 p.m. But before you do that, because right now it's 322 Text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club. And you're also going to get a buy one, get one free offer on 32 ounce Polar Pop. So you can go to Circle K, you get a nice little discount on your gas. You get a buy one, get one Polar Pop, which means you can get two. You could get. That's how that math works. Well, I'm just saying, like, (laughs) if you wanted a Coke and then a Gatorade, Mm. you know, sometimes the worst part about getting a drink is you have to pick which one you want. I don't know about you guys, but I'm like a three drink kind of person. Like I want a coffee, I want a water, and then another source of caffeine. <laughs> all at the same time. Yes, at the same time. All at the same no, it's, time. It's water, caffeine, and then something that's supposed to be like tasty. Something like that. So like tasty like caffeine. Smoothie. Tasty yeah. caffeine. Tasty caffeine. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So this is a great day for you to go to Circle K. Head to CircleK.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. If you drive a Hummer, you're going to save like 400 bucks today. Yeah, seriously, though. But for real. I'm good with that math. You are. You are. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like that's literally what the math would be. Literally. Okay, you guys want to talk about more coaching updates? Sure. Let's do it. Ay, Dios mio. So many coaching updates. Can we get one at Circle K? Probably (laughs) at this point. At this point, you probably can. Uh, I'm going to go back to another comment that Jay left us in the beginning of the show. Said, it's like musical chairs, but without the music. That's kind of how I'm feeling right now. Like, it's just a lot of conversation, a lot of movement, a lot of talk. Mm. But nobody's dancing because nothing has been finalized. I feel like when you listen to all the experts out there, it sounds like musical chairs with the uh, Benny Hill theme song, the yakety sax. It's like, <laughs> nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah, we're getting a lot of conflicting reports, <laughs> a lot of names being mentioned, a lot of interviews, a lot of timelines being offered for when this is going to happen. Um, I'm just kind of going to sit back and take it as it comes because I, I we don't really know what's going to happen here. And I feel like there are a lot of good candidates that have come up um, so I, don't, I, I just, I don't know what to expect at this point. I don't know what to say other than stay tuned because. <laughs> so a lot of the reports and Gambo has shared quite a few of these are that we're, the interviews are happening today and tomorrow. Right. 
This whole so, thing is bizarre, though. He's saying two per day. I don't. Mm. Why would you stack these interviews two per day? Like, if you find a guy that you really like and you want to say, "Hey, let's go to dinner or something," you gotta go. Yeah, but hold on, Nick Nurse you know, is up next, so you, why don't you go chill? You bring up a really good point because if I'm coming in for a head coaching job, like you would think it would. Because you're essentially, do they want this job? Of course. But also at the same time, you are in competition with other teams who are probably talking to the same coaches. A little whining and dining could go a long way. How are you supposed to whine and dine two people in the same day? Wait, one yeah. gets lunch, one gets brunch, and the other gets dinner? But they spend the night? Y'all like? have never had two dates <laughs> in the same day? or I have, but not successful ones. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't, you well, ain't asking to marry either of them after that. And did that? either no. of those dates turn into anything more than that one no, date, Gerald? But, but that's because of the candidate, not because of my interview mm, process. Sure. But did you, did you have sure, the Gerald. reporting? Uh, I'll sources let you go say, with. Gerald, yeah, we're well, telling the other one. two dates in one day. <laughs> <laughs> that dating app life is rough out in these streets, folks. Good thing you're retired from that Thank one God. now. Goodness Made gracious. <laughs> we found our head coach. <laughs> so we've talked a whole lot about Kevin Young. We've talked a whole lot about Nick Nurse. One candidate that we have not discussed a ton of is Jordy Fernandez. And Espo, I know you got a little bit of insight from some people who have been close with him or have worked with him in the past. What have they said? Yeah, I talked to some insiders out there in Sacramento. I talked to some people in Denver, and I got kind of a mixed bag uh, on Jordy Fernandez and and kind of a, we're not sure he's ready to be a head coach. But when I talked to people uh, in Sacramento, I heard a lot of good things. All around great coach, known as a defensive coach, uh, and that he was – unwavering in the way he handled things uh, was, you know, really spectacular. Everybody expects him uh, to be a head coach in the future. The other person said very charismatic, worked incredibly hard, great with players, defensive minded, highly respectable, really, really good guy. Mm -hmm. So I feel a little bit better about him after talking to people in Sacramento than I did talking with people in Denver uh, and granted, the the people I spoke to in Denver were a little further removed than the ones I did in Sacramento, so they may have a, a better feel for Jordy. Uh, and then I was also given a uh, kind of – I had one of these people say, hey, you need to watch this clip. This is when everybody fell in love uh, with Jordy here in Sacramento, uh, and we have that clip for you. Jordy Fernandez, I come from Denver. I was with the Nuggets for six years. Uh, I just got here a few months ago. Very excited to be part of the organization uh, and start winning the right way here. A lot of us, we always get caught with results. Results is, I'm a winner and I hate to lose. I don't give four fucks about winning and losing. I am a fighter. So what I care about is how you win and how you lose. And if you fight every day and you compete and you do it, you get 1% better, I'm pretty sure we're going to win more than we're going to lose. But we have to do everything we do, we have to compete. You have a chance to prove it. And trust me that if you guys help us, we will help you. My goal here is to give, to help everybody get a job. Is your level the NBA? We'll help you. Is it the NBA two-way? We'll help you. Is it the G League? I've been a head coach in the G League. Any level, I think we can help you. We're going to San Francisco. We're going to Las Vegas. Fucking business trip. 
For okay. one, the f bomb here for fucking it. Fucking business trip. Let's do it. That's that's gonna be our slogan for Vegas. Is <laughs> fucking bu- if Jordy's our coach, fucking business trip is our is our slogan. Can for we Vegas. just make? Can we even if he's not as like an ode to what could have been? <laughs> yes. Can we just take well, sure, it? Because like true. that was epic. If, if he if he is here, I want a shirt that says I don't give four fucks about winning and losing. <laughs> Why is it four specifically? Four. Is that a good number? Because it runs the F and the F. Five is too many. Five is too many. Three is not enough. Four. If I only gave three, if I didn't give three, I'd still give one, and I don't like that. But look, four fucks. You know what? Oh god. We went there. But no, I. I like this because the report from Denver I'd gotten was, well, we don't know if he could be a leader. That sounded like a leader. That sounded like a leader. Like that sounded like a guy that connects with those players. Makes it very clear what the goal is. And granted, it's a 45-second clip, but I've seen much worse in a 45-second clip from a coach before. Yeah, I will say it is a little different talking, you know, when your stars of your team that you're addressing are De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Mm -hmm. Sabonis versus a Kevin Durant, a Devin Booker, even a Chris Paul at this stage of his career still. It's a little bit different, but I will say he did. He sounded authoritative. Everything I've heard about him is he's really smart, a tactical coach, and um, he sounds like he can command a locker room when it's when he's called upon to do so. So, And it also, like, it, that clip really gives off very good vibes, but it, it, it seems like when you just watch that small clip, and obviously there's a lot more to somebody than oh, just yeah. 45 seconds, mm-hmm. but it gives off good leadership vibes, but also <clears throat> caring at the same time. Yeah. Like, and he called you from every different level within that too. Like, it doesn't matter what you're working with. I'm there for you. Like, we're going to do this yeah. together. And I think that's important when you have two superstars on your team and Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, and then you are also going to have some lesser pieces for lack of a better word Mm -hmm. that you also need to lift up and bring up to a certain level of play. And he was talking to the summer league team granted, but that's also a lot of the back half of your roster guys are going to be guys uh, that are in similar situations, guys that you're going to have to talk to that. I want to lift you up. I want to get you where you're going or, or help you stay where you are kind of guys. So, so I like that. But the one thing I wonder, and I want to hear your, your thoughts on this, uh, do you think his time in Denver, six years in Denver with Mike Malone, is a, a bonus in this? Because then you get the inside Ooh. dirt on the on the team that you're likely going to be fighting for the next few years in the West. And supposedly super close with uh, Nikola Jokic, so he knows his whole bag too. Possibly. It could be. I, I feel like Yo- maybe for the other guys. I feel like with Jokic... Everybody knows what he does, what he's capable of doing. You just can't really stop a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But maybe with the other guys, maybe if he knows some tendencies for Aaron Gordon or my MPJ to get under their skin <laughs> or to bother them, to throw them off, whatever it might be, what their weaknesses are, that could help. I, I Obviously, you don't hire a coach specifically for that, but it could be an added bonus if he winds up being the guy that they like the most um, because we know like Denver is probably not going anywhere anytime soon. So... I don't think you, you know, obviously you don't hire a coach just based on that, but it could be useful. Down well, also, why not? I need a mold, damn it. <laughs> Does this also mean we get some really sassy post-game pressers oh. from him? Good. Did he take a page out of Malone's book in that sense? Like, could. like Jay said, well fucking done, better than well fucking <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a new era, all right? Oh, I think he'd argue with God. some refs. What do you think? <laughs> 
Probably. I, all I asked for last year was for Monty to throw a chair, and it just didn't happen. I was really oh. disappointed. That's all I wanted. That's all you I was wanted. Like, Is that so much to ask for? Just throw yeah. a, a chair. Lot. That's a lot. Please go completely against your own character. Do something that nobody would ever think you would do. And go I bet you twenty crazy. bucks it would have worked. Turn it no, to Bob and Mike. Yes, it would have. If so, if my coach, who was never that person, threw a chair. Are you kidding me? I would have assumed he like snapped or had a break with the reality yeah, okay. or something. He like no. mentally broke. If I threw a chair in this office, do you really think that that would wake You're people not up? The same. Uh, or do you think people would just be like? What the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, would, Should we call someone? I, I don't know. Yeah. I would be like, who are we throwing chairs at? What you, who, what, what's going on? I want so in fast. on the action. They'd be, they would have been like, hey, uh, yeah, yeah. Our, our sports psychologist, is uh, he or she in the building tonight? Because <laughs> Monty just uh, lost it and we need some help. Yeah, yeah I would have dipped oh, out well, of the building. Whatever. So fast. You guys are lame. <laughs> uh, Jake it or leave it says, whoever they'll hire, I'll give the benefit of the doubt until it looks like shit. Yeah. Um, followed up with until. <laughs> Either I, way, it works. I think that's where I'm at, though. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, and then you have to prove one way or the other whether this was a good hire or not. Um, but I will say, I am. I told you this yesterday on the show when we talked about Kevin Young. I am coming around to the idea of talking myself into taking on a newer head coach and okay. not somebody who's seasoned in this in this league. And I know that's probably not what a lot of people want. And I didn't want it initially either, but I'm coming around to the idea. I'm warming up to it. Yeah, I am too, especially when you're looking at the other names. And I know we're getting into our thoughts on each of them, but there's just some of the retreads. You're like, okay, I've seen this, but if Jordy Fernandez is the next great coach or Kevin Young is the next great coach in the NBA... I'd much rather have that guy uh, trying to figure it out. And is there a better team that you could that you could you know go in there with than Kevin Durant, Devin Booker? If CP3 is here, you got guys that lead on the court. You can be the tactician that puts them in the position to succeed. I'm warming up to it too. It's it's a high risk, high reward scenario mm -hmm. compared to one of those retreads. Like I don't really personally have interest in a retread like a Doc Rivers or a Mike Budenholzer. There are some, like, you know, obviously Ty Lue, not a retread as much as, like, he's one of the best coaches in the NBA. And he's Nick still young. Nurse, an excellent recent, recent championship head coach. Um, those are two guys that the retread thing I don't really, I don't think applies to. But you're right. Like, if you do bring on a Kevin Young who is taking all these interviews elsewhere or a Jordy Fernandez, guys who other coaches around the league, other players around the league are saying that guy is going to be a head coach at some point. Um, it could have a potentially higher ceiling. Like that's what happened with Nick Nurse replacing Dwayne Casey what in Toronto. With Ty what happened with Ty Lue? Like there's there is a lot of upside upside there, even if it is obviously the riskier way to go. Well, think yeah. about it. Ty Lue, Steve Kerr. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's a lot of guys that were that mm -hmm. they came in first year. And look, I said this yesterday, and I think Hello mentioned it in the chat as well. These aren't guys who haven't done it at all. Mm -hmm. Both Jordy Fernandez, Kevin Young have been head coaches in the G League, mm -hmm. experienced NBA assistant coaches. That makes me feel a little bit better. You're not handing the reins to some guy who's never done it mm -hmm. on any level or was just some random player 
a you know development guy who showed up every once in a while. Sorry, Steve Kerr or Steve Nash. Sorry, Steve <laughs> Nash. Uh, you know, but so I'm okay with it from that perspective too. Uh, there's no sure thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's no sure thing. If Tyloo were available, yeah, he probably would feel the closest to a, to a sure thing. But there is no sure thing, especially with the names you're looking at. All right. Well, with the names that we have heard, let's mm-hmm. go ahead and rank and file our top picks. And okay. hopefully, in theory, early next week, we will have an answer here. Mm, we'll Fingers see. crossed. We'll Depending see. on who you believe, it's anywhere from uh, early next week to the draft. I had sources that said at least before training camp. <laughs> that was my own <laughs> brain, but it was just sources. logical, like dot connected. I would like this to be finished up with. Much prior, like way before the draft started, because wouldn't you want your coach to also have some sort of input into that? Maybe you would, a little bit? you definitely would, especially because of the potential draft night trading Trades. that'll go on. It's, it's like, less why about would the you want to, and why would you yeah. want to have that hanging over your head while you're also trying to focus on moving forward? Like, right, let's start checking things off the to do list here. You hey, Emma, do we have a one shot? I did. Can we? I, I just want to, Phoenix Suns, I'll take the two shot. Jero can sit here <laughs> with me. Uh, Phoenix Suns, I would love for you to hire a coach next uh, next week, just not Monday. Anything yeah, not but Monday. Monday, please. Oh man, I want one day off. Please, anything but Monday. Take the holiday. <laughs> respect the day. <laughs> what day is it? Memorial Day. Memorial. Res- respect yes. the day. Memorialize the day. Yes. Please. Uh, They're totally doing it on Monday now. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Uh huh. <laughs> the, the concept of having to work on Memorial Day just broke Lindsay's brain a little bit. I already made plans. <laughs> and she's, she's like, and all those gone. great ads we just recorded wouldn't be used. No, that's brutal. No, we're still going to put that out. Oh, okay. okay. You're going to have to watch those. Even yeah. his outtakes. We do have a show for you on Monday, and the adver- advertisements are pretty swell. Mm-hmm. Spicy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Back to rank file. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think initially all of ours were the exact same. They were initially Espos was the exact same, and then I think he swapped a yeah. couple names out. But I've got Tyloo, Nick Nurse, Kevin Young, Jordy Fernandez, and Frank Vogel. I would honestly be okay with any of these hires. They all have their pros and cons, but I like those top five to me. I would be good with any of them. Yeah, uh, originally I was on the Nick Nurse boat, but I've been thinking about it more and more. Mm-hmm. There's just things that that worry me. The, some of the talk out of Toronto, the Earl Watson thing we discussed yesterday, which I think would play a very small part in any of it. But I'm just like, okay, I, this is potential baggage that I don't think I want to deal with. Ty Lu, obviously, or Tyron, uh, however you want to uh, call him, uh, obviously – at the at the top of the list, but I don't think it's going to happen. Which right. then for me, you're looking at Kevin Young or Jordy Fernandez, where I'll take either the younger guys and hope uh, that I turn get something that is really special mm-hmm. there and take that chance. I know, and I was pounding this drum at one point. You want the guy with the experience, but he's got a two year window. I want the guy that's going to be able to do the job. Mm-hmm. And I think if if one of these young guys can truly connect. With uh, with Katie with Booker who I, I I assume are part of this process, uh, then I I want that and I want a guy that can motivate the younger guys and the bench guys because that's the way you're going to get to the title. You saw Katie, you saw Book, they give you everything out there. They did it this year, but I need more out of the bench. And then uh, Frank Vogel's Frank Vogel. 
I mean, the, I the forgot fifth, he existed. The fifth spot is kind of just like you can insert name here almost because Frank Vogel even just sort of came out of left field. Like yeah. we had talked about him, but as far as reporting goes, mm -hmm. it was never reported to be connected to the Suns until earlier this week. You know, you want to know how forgettable Frank Vogel can be? At first, I was like, Lawrence Frank, they're going to take the guy from the Clippers? I was like, oh, that says Frank Vogel. Yeah. Because they're, he's one of those guys that's interchangeable with a bunch of other guys. Like To me, if he's a name that you're talking to, I wonder, like I said yesterday, is it for a lead assistant job under one of the younger guys? Do you want potentially for him to come in and be that, that voice, that mentor, that guy that can do that uh, and see if he's interested in that? I mean, it could be, but he also won a championship three years ago, so it's not like he's like some. Yeah, but this is the only place you're really hearing his name mentioned. He hasn't coached in. Three no, I, years. I thought there was another team that was, was going to interview him okay. as well. I can't remember if it was the Sixers or somebody, but he's he's kind of just been out of the game because he, of the way when you get dismissed from L.A., it's a big deal. Um, and I feel like he's probably just been taking his time, waiting for the right opening, maybe. Um, to interview for, but yeah, he's he's one of those guys that you kind of forget about over the co the course of the coaching carousel, and he's he'd honestly be pretty good. He's always been a very good defensive minded coach. My question would be, would the offense be up to snuff? Because we saw what happened to the Suns in the playoffs when they devolve a little bit too much into ISO heavy ball. So I would want someone maybe with a little bit more uh, developed offensive system than Vogel, but. Um, I would have put Kenny Atkinson in that spot. But he hasn't been linked at all, has he? He has. He did. Uh, it was he'll, the, he'll, uh, was that Chris? Was it the Woj? Chris, yeah. or, Woj? Or was it Chris? One of I them. Think was, Chris, I, think I think it was, it was Crispy. Crispy Haynes that had him in the mix of right. it. My, my only reservation with Atkinson is like KD arrived to Brooklyn and they basically got rid of him to bring in Steve Nash. And like, would KD be cool with Atkinson being here? Would it work out the second time around? I don't know. So something well, to... And would Atkinson want to be here if KD was part of why he was let out in Brooklyn? Also, if you're if you're Golden State and you're thinking Steve Kerr may not be there much longer, do you look at Kenny Atkinson as kind of the the heir apparent? Do you like him that much? And if that's the case, are you really going to let him uh, leave? I know that they probably wouldn't prohibit him from having a conversation, mm -hmm. but you could also say, "Hey, we're going to make you the highest paid." assistant coach in basketball with the idea that you're going to take over for Steve Kerr too. So there's a lot of factors with, with him. Yeah. Cause didn't he turn down a job that was offered to him recently? Uh, wasn't it sac Was it Sacramento? He turned down to because, stay with and then Golden Mike State? Brown took the Sacramento job. I think I can't remember. I don't I remember which one, but I know yeah. he turned something down recently to stay at, mm -hmm. um, stay with the Warriors. So that is something to, to note there with that one. Well, like I said, hopefully sooner rather than later, just not Monday. <laughs> just, just not, not Monday. Monday. Give it to uh, us on Tuesday. How yeah. about Fizdale so I can just yell, take that for data. <laughs> that's, a name, that's a name we haven't heard in a while. At Gerald. Yeah. Just at Gerald. <laughs> Constantly. Anytime analytics go oh, man. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. Well, I want to remind you guys the weekend is almost here. We're going to have a lot of fun tomorrow at the golf course. But if you are looking to get some good sleep this weekend, if you're looking to relax this weekend, or maybe just have a little bit of fun this weekend, OG's Brands has you covered. Whatever need you are having, whatever want you want to get into, uh -huh. OG's has you covered. From sleep edition, 
I, I struggled there. Leave me alone. Happy balance. <laughs> she got there. Or a mixed bag. You knew where I was trying I know, to go. I know. I was just waiting to not see really. where the bus was going. It was not Off moving. The, the bus was stalling out. I was the literally kid in the, back in the moment. Up like, what the hell is he doing up there? <laughs> I was like trying to go up a hill with a stick shift and it's I was fine. struggling. Okay. We got it. We're back. Anyway, OG's <laughs> yeah. has you covered. Also, Pink Lemonade, the new flavor, is dropping on June 21st. Okay. Ooh, and that'll that. probably be very tasty. So check out OG's. You can find them. Online at OGsBrands.com. You can find them on Instagram at OGsBrands. And you can also find their products at your local dispensary. But you must be 21 years or older to purchase. Uh, thank you, Dominique. It was Charlotte that he turned down. Kenny there you go. Oh, there we go. Okay. Which, understandable. Yeah. Yeah, I like to avoid dumpster fires, too. <laughs> and, of course, we're all going to be outside for this holiday weekend. So make sure you get your shady rays to keep mm -hmm. your eyes protected. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by their lost and broken replacement. So if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. They've got your back long after you purchase. And it is a holiday weekend. And with holiday weekends comes extra sales, which we all love. And Shady, Shady Rays Memorial Day sale is live right now. Go to ShadyRays.com and get 35% off all sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Do you think there's a guy named Raymond that runs the company? Like, Maybe. And that's why it's Shady Rays. And like they were trying to come up with names. They're like, Reliable Raymonds. And then they're like, how about Shady Rays? That sounds better. Reliable Raymond. Yeah, reliable Raymond. I kind of love that. I'm not going to lie. I think <laughs> Emma's it's Emma's not a fan. <laughs> Emma's like, this is it's weird. It's dad jokes. What do you because want? She's been, she's been staring at all of us today like, what is wrong with these people? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that Shady Rays started a... I'm so wrong on this. I probably yeah, let's not, let's not make speculation. <laughs> let's give them a backstory that we Did totally you know made a, up. You know they have a store here in Arizona, too? Yeah, they yeah, do. It's pretty awesome. It's mm -hmm. pretty dope. All right, Espo, you got some hot or not shenanigans planned for us? I do. I think so. Uh -oh. right. Emma, what, do we have hot or not? That's what the rundown tells me. Do we yeah, have it? It, they don't look cute, but... I did it. That's okay. But, they don't look but cute. But we did it, though. That, that sounds perfect for an Espo segment. They don't look cute, but they're here. So <laughs> let's go with it. All right. All right. Let's, uh, Emma, you pick the first one, and I will, uh, I'll, I'll drive the boat off the cliff here. <laughs> Who's driving a boat off the cliff? We're in a boat, and it's on a cliff. Yes. Right. Well, we, uh, listen. <laughs> hot or not, not getting fined. This came up because Dwayne Rankin was talking about how I believe Jimmy Butler got fined for not speaking mm -hmm. to the media. But Devin Booker didn't. He saved 25K. Yeah, I think there, the difference was a warning or something in yeah. that story. So, because Jimmy know. Butler earlier had already oh. skipped out. I Hot. If you don't have to pay a fine, 100% it's hot. I'm, what? I mean, yeah, I don't want anybody to lose their money, so I'll say hot, but still not happy he didn't this is speak why to us. This this is you put, you yeah. just put Gerald in a conundrum. Not, well, no, not I for Gerald's I don't quotes. want the man to lose his money. I just want to hear from him after another playoff exit and after all the shit that happened. Like, we should have heard from him after the game or the next day, but that's... This, it is what it is. This is hotter than the metal part of the belt buckle in the Phoenix Sun in July, all right? Scorching. It, it's so hot because not only did he get away with it once, he got away with it twice and didn't get fined twenty five thousand. To be fair, to be fair, I think there is some gray area after the game yes. because you yeah. can request players to the Suns PR team and they will bring you some of the. You're not guaranteed 
mm-hmm. who you're going to get. Right. Right. So players did speak at the podium. And then when the locker room opens, if you're there, you're available to talk if you want to, but you don't have to stay there. If you want to leave no. early, you can leave early. And that's what he did. But you're so also the technically, face. Technically, yes. But that's under the assumption that you're going to speak the next day at exit interviews. I am I get what you're saying, Gerald. I'm just saying technically by the rules. He yes. didn't break any. Is he the face of the franchise? Or was yes. that when we found out KD was? No. No. <laughs> no. You know better. <laughs> I like that Devin gave the, ele- gave the 11 to the whole process. Yeah, like, I do what I, I don't, want. I don't at all. <laughs> He's the best player on the Suns. We need to hear from him. Either the, after the game or the next day. That's just the way this shit works. I'm just an agent of chaos. I know you are. I know you you're are. just smoking. You are. But <laughs> Let's move on to the next one, Emma. Hot or not, uh, saying the quiet part out loud, and this was because Sports Illustrated's Chris Mannix uh, on a show this morning said that uh, basically what everybody thinks about teams like Denver and the Suns, uh, can we put that back up, Emma, <laughs> so I can read it again? Uh, they're, they're just not a compelling team to talk about, to write about. And this was talking about why they t- talked more about the Lakers than the Nuggets. And he's basically saying the quiet part out loud that, you know what? In this league, we like to talk about the super team. This is not hot. This is so not hot at all. And he's off base completely. Like what he said in that clip, if you watch the clip, was complete horseshit. It was just talking about there's no drama. Nikola Jokic doesn't do endorsements or commercials, so he's not as accessible to the public. If you like basketball, the Nuggets are a compelling team. End of story. I don't get, like, he kept talking about the Lakers and the Warriors and all their drama, and yeah, we like to talk about drama. But the NFL doesn't have a problem selling a good team making it to the Super Bowl. The NBA continues to struggle with its media coverage in doing the same thing. So it's completely not hot. He's off base. He's fucking wrong. And if you don't find the Nuggets compelling, you don't like basketball, period. Counterpoint, Gerald. Nope. (laughs) I'm done. Counterpoint. (laughs) If it weren't for that kind of thinking, we wouldn't exist. So in that space, hot. But his premise, totally not. Okay. are Are you asking if what he said and did is hot or not, or if saying the quiet part out loud is hot or not? Uh, a little of both. We can, it's Saying what, the quiet part out loud in some situations. I'm going to say we're hot. Not talk, we're not doing I'm gonna the say hot general because, premise of saying the quiet part out loud. Well, he, that's the question he asked. In regard to this. And uh, the only reason why I'm saying is hot is at least you know. At least you know. I don't if There's no more it. speculation around why doesn't the national media talk about the Suns or the Nuggets or this team or that team? Why do they always talk about the Lakers? At least, I mean, we all already knew, but at least now they're admitting it. Yeah, but this is a horseshit premise in in terms of the media in general, because I worked in this town at a local radio station, one of the biggest radio stations. And what we were told is, well, we're not going to talk Diamondbacks. We're not going to talk Coyotes. And ah, sometimes we're not going to talk Suns because the people don't want it, which is a lie. It is. The people want it. You don't just play the hits and talk about one thing over and over and over again. People want it, you just don't give it to them. And you never learn if they want it because you feed them the same crap over and over and over again. Yep. I agree. I'm not saying what he said is hot. I'm just (laughs) saying it's just at least the truth is there and they're not even trying to hide it anymore. So you already know 100% without without a doubt that's what you're going to get from that. So if you are not a fan of one of those teams... Look elsewhere. 
But it doesn't bring me relief to hear that, to hear him, to hear them outright admit that. It's like that meme from I think you should leave, like, oh, my God, he admitted it. <laughs> like, it's not a good thing. We're the only league that struggles to provide coverage when a team from a smaller market makes it this far in the playoffs. Like, the NFL doesn't have this problem. And obviously, the NFL is a much bigger league and there's more consumption of it. But, like, I, I just... NBA media needs to do a better job in these situations because you saw when the Nuggets won the Western Conference Finals, yep. how much time was allocated to showing them celebrated and how much was shown to the Lakers' reactions after they lost. Yeah. Like, well, the whole we don't after. need to do that. We don't need to. The whole day after was LeBron. Yeah. And LeBron's one comment, and I'm sorry. Great, LeBron. You go sit in the corner and think. Let's celebrate the team that just destroyed the Western Conference. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, whether you like the Nuggets or not because of what they did to the Suns, they are having a historic season. Jokic is playing out of his mind. He should have been the three-time MVP. They deserve the praise, especially the day after they complete uh, the sweep to go to the finals for the first time in franchise history. Yep. Um, I'm going to throw one last reasoning out there. It's okay. also hot because if you're a Nuggets fan, you got DNVR. If you're a Suns fan, you got PHNX. Mm -hmm. If you're a Chicago Bulls fan, you got CHGO and all city. And hopefully the growth continues. And then you just have your own little pocket of your own community. Mm -hmm. So screw them. Come hang out yeah, with come us. Come live in our silo. Hold on, we got a comment. Gerald, you got to fix it. Get a microphone and talk about the Hornets, Magic, and Pistons. If they were as good as the Nuggets, I wouldn't have a problem doing that, Zach. I promise you that. <laughs> All right, what's next? Hot or not, flopping text. <laughs> Our friend Sham says, sources, the NBA Competition Committee is discussing the potential of in-game penalties for flops that would result in technical foul free throw trial period possible in the summer league. Hot or not, flopping, getting technicals. The concept is hot. I know the execution is not going the, to be Yeah, hot. I was going to say, the execution like, is going to be a like friggin' it, disaster. In theory, super hot. In actuality, not so much. Yeah. It is hot the first time in a preseason game. Luka gets thrown out five minutes in. And then they forget <laughs> the rule once the regular season starts. But that's the thing. That's why I'm worried is like yeah. star players are going to get more preferential treatment on this type of thing, I feel like. Even if it's just a technical foul and not getting like thrown out. I don't know. And that's the thing. Hello brought it up. No, it will make the game so much longer. Oh, God. It will. All of the challenges, if you add in like a flop rule where they go and have to review whether someone, like, I don't want to mm -hmm. do that. Look, I guess the hope is, guys, stop it if you're giving technicals for it. You would hope. Would Matt Ishbia have gotten a technical, though? Would it have been I, both Jokic and Ishbia getting a technical then? I mean... I mean, he flopped. He flopped. I mean, that was he, next level he did. flopping. He embellished. He, he embellished. He didn't flop because... Okay, see, this they, is the problem. Now we're going to create this listen, whole gray listen, area listen, of what's listen, embellishing and what's listen, a flop. Listen, if a, if a seven-foot, 270-pound man suddenly shoves you and you're a five-foot, ten dude who's standing there <laughs> not expecting it, you're going down. Like, yeah. yeah, especially if you're standing in the front <clears> row and you don't, you're like cramped with other people next to you, you're going down. He embellished the contact for sure. He sold it. Not a flop. Can I bring up one other? I, I was not here for that situation. I'm not going to talk. Uh -huh. So one other thought I had, we talked about it yesterday, yeah. but Isaiah Thomas was right next to Matt Ishbia, right? Mm. Supposed bad boy from Detroit. Where was he in that? He's How old he, now. I, I don't care. Step in and help your boy. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, He said, listen, I'm old. 
I can't he handle. Picked, I can't hang like I used to. He had the world's best time, like run to go get a sprite from concessions. Like he was not there. Okay, that's the thing. Like we mm. could talk about this later, but like, how do you how do you really distinguish what is a flop? What is selling the contact? What exactly. is a little like? It's gonna be a mess. Yeah, flop it like it's hot. Like no. unless <laughs> unless it's no. just an out, uh, an egregious, obvious situation, then you can't be calling text on that stuff. Anyway, he's good. You're gonna turn that into a. A short, like aren't you? Lord have mercy. Get ready for that music. That's video another reason week. why it's not hot. It's because we're gonna get a, a flop <laughs> song next year from Espo if it happens. It's happening next week. And he's gonna wear flip flops too. Jay said flopping in my flip flops. Espo's gonna wear the flip flops <laughs> in his songs <laughs> too. These are basically flip flop sneakers. God bless. <laughs> Greatest oh shoes ever. God. What else you got for us, Espo? I think that was the last one, wasn't it, Emma? Was no, it? I have a really mean one. Oh, Emma has a really mean one. Wait, right. so this is our last one? This is our last okay. one. Okay. That's really mean. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. that Hot or not, Luca's here. Did you see this uh, no. on Instagram today? Oh, no. I think this was like midway through the haircut, but man, when you, when you look like Lloyd Christmas yeah. and you let them put that on Instagram... Wow. That is Talk a- about a Luca flop. That that hairdo is a Luca flop. Yeah. Technical foul. You're rejected. That's not hot, yeah. That's all I got. The, yeah, that's a little rough. That's brutal. Poor thing. I hope that was in the middle. Cause it was like there was no fade. It was just. Whoop. I think it, I think no. it, it was in the middle. But why would you let them take that photo? That was a bull cut. You're, you're Luca Freaka Doncic. <laughs> you know that's all over the internet the second they post that. Yeah. One of our bets this summer is going to be somebody has to rock that haircut. Mm, I'm not. Damn. Lindsay. No. Uh, Eric. <laughs> Eric Lindsay. in the chat. I was going to say this, Eric, but he said it for me first. He got the Edgar haircut <laughs> laughing emoji. Yeah. Um, only worse though. I feel like. Oh man. Only worse though. That's funny, though. That's tough because you never feel <laughs> like one of the most shameful feelings that you have is when you're sitting there getting your hair cut and you look in the mirror and it looks freaking stupid and someone like walks in and the, your hair is like doing this shit and you're like halfway through a haircut. It's the worst feeling in the world. Is there is there anything more? I mean, that you are more helpless. I mean, there yeah. are a few, but the haircuts, yeah. you are so helpless. Just you are at the mercy of whatever this person, you hope right. they understood what you asked for. And if they don't, you ain't gluing the hair back on. And they captured guys, it and sent it out to the world. Yeah. Are you That's guys brutal. not going to the same person? No. I do. No. I've been going to the same person since I was in seventh grade. I'm a I, guy. I, not that long, but I switch it up every once in a while. I was for a little while, but. Then I moved from Albuquerque to here, so I just go to sport clips. And that's... I did when I was a kid, but now I'm just like, all right, one and a half. Give me the part from the top. If you can't handle that, like, <laughs> I just don't have trust in people like that. I don't that's know. Fair. I wouldn't trust be bouncing around. I wouldn't just go to a shop and let anybody cut it. It'd be the same person each time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all right with playing hair Russian. The only yeah, reason time for that. The only exactly. reason why I feel like it's a little bit different for guys than girls' hair is because even though like this this haircut by Luca, if that is what actually ends up being the final cut, Yikes. two weeks it's grown out enough to where it doesn't look that That's crazy true. anymore. To be you know fair I mean? though, with him, that could become one of the most popular cuts uh, in good. Slovenia and then in Dallas. I mean, people love him that much. I would kind of love that, honestly. <laughs> The Luca. Yeah. That's terrible. I mean, who knows? We'll I see. don't want my generation to hop on that. I don't, I don't <laughs> I want that. Want, I kind of want it. 
I would pay to see people in Dallas rocking that hair. I don't want it on my head. I'm not mad at it. Cut your hair however you want to cut your hair. Except like that. (laughs) Don't do a Luca. Not good. Mm. Not good. Um, Also, guys. Yeah. If you're looking for something fun to do this weekend. I am. Four Peaks Pub down in Tempe is always a lot of fun. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you're just having fun at your house, you can always pick up Four Peaks beer yeah. to even add more fun into your home body shenanigans. Whatever it is you're doing, Four Peaks beer has you covered. Right now, they also have Four Peaks, four seats going on, which means one lucky winner will get four seats to an upcoming D-backs game. Mm-hmm. And those tickets come with D-Bucks, so you can grab some food and ice-cold wow we or hop not as well. And you can enter by going to at Four Peaks Brew on Instagram and clicking the link in their bio. Make sure you check them out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub on social to keep up with the latest in Arizona's hometown brewery. You do have to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks beer, and we ask that you drink responsibly. You know what? I'll say this. If J.J. Reddick gets the job here before I move to Chicago, I'll get the Luca haircut. <sighs> that Thank well, God he hasn't been uh, rumored here. So. We got a super chat from Roy with the, the official name of this haircut will be the Luca special haircut. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you'll you all look ask like, for the Luca. You'll yeah. all look like Luca you're special. whining and crying when you're done. <laughs> oh, no. Are you guys excited <laughs> for this golf tournament tomorrow? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're going to have Four Peaks uh, uh, Tee Shot uh, a beer, which is mm, so good. Oh, uh, There's food. I, the only thing I'm not looking forward to is at 6.30 in the morning I got to mm-hmm. be there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and that's rough. But uh, I'll be very – I'll be fine once we get on the course and have some fun. We do have like three spots left, something like that. Mm, so if you guys want to come last minute and join in on the fun, you absolutely can. Just check out uh, gophnx.com or there's probably a link in the description of this show as well. It's going to be a blast. It'll be – Hopefully nice and cool because it's earlier in the morning. A lot of our partners will be out there. We're going to have beer. We're going to have food. Of course, if you sign up, you get that exclusive pins and aces polo that you can only get by going to this golf tournament. Um, So I'll be out there, too. Surprisingly enough, I will be there. I can't wait yeah, to see your golfing attire. We didn't give her the 6.30 a.m. Uh, call time. Man. She didn't have to be there that you early. Guys are smart, it's going to be funny when why. she shows up to a golf course and it's hot as hell and she's got like a sweater on and pants. And oh, I'm wearing a long yeah. sleeve tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, total beanie. <laughs> Bro, I'm not trying to get sunburnt. Uh, I Never mind. But, by the way, Ryan, I'm not actually Emma. leaving. All right. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> Oh, see, look what you did. People are scared. People. He's leaving for Chicago. Look at what you did. Rude, Espo. Okay, we got to go because I got to go to bed if I'm going to be up early tomorrow to go hang out at oh a golf God, tournament. Oh, my God. It's four in the I got like two hours I need to get into bed. It's only 7 Eastern time. Even Eastern time, that wouldn't make sense. I'm just kidding, but it is time to go. Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate you. Don't worry. Even though there is a golf tournament happening tomorrow, we will still have a show for you mm-hmm. at 3 p.m. So plan to hang out with us then. Until then, you can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Suns. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. I don't give four fucks what you do, but you get the hell out of here. Ahoy, ahoy. Hey, yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX, though. Lindsay Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo.